again by ship unto the other side. Much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And he sought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death, I pray thee. Come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed. And she shall, somebody say shall. She shall live. And Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent that she had and was nothing better, but rather she grew worse when she had heard of Jesus mm, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch somebody shall touch. But his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, Thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This is the part I want to get to. While he yet spoke, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. The word that God gave me for this house on today, he says, You are in the right position. For a miracle. You are in the right position for a miracle by your heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the people that are here, knowing God that something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. Something's about to shift in this atmosphere. So, God, all I ask is that you open their ears to hear, their hearts to receive, and hide me behind the cross that your glory may shoot through this room like fire. And, God, I just give you all the glory and honor on today in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Have your seats, please. Right position for a miracle. I was headed to Fayetteville two weeks ago on a business trip to go do a bride's hair. And as I was driving, the Holy Spirit started speaking to me. And the word of God, this word started pouring in my spirit. And as I was driving, I was typing because God was moving so fast. And before I got to Fayetteville, I had a whole sermon. And as I got there and I started working on this bride, you know, I got a little bent out of shape because, you know, I'm always a bridesmaid. Always the one to fix the bride up. Always the one that have to pray over them and lay hands and make sure they get across the broom okay. Always have to fix their crowns and make sure their hair is good. And, you know, as she was coming down the aisle, she got to her wedding day, and she started walking down the aisle. And I'm a crier. I I don't normally cry at weddings. But at this wedding, I just... (gasps) 
And my mama said, you've cried like that since you were little. Just let it out. So as she's walking down, I'm literally sitting right there and I'm <gasps> sucking up air. And she's like, okay, that's good. I'm glad you're happy. But I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I'm crying because I'm like, God, when will my turn be? Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in a position where you've seen somebody else get blessed with the very thing that you're waiting for? Maybe sometimes God puts us in that position to witness the very thing that he's about to do in our life. And he's testing us to see, can you congratulate that person? Can you still be there to support somebody having a breakthrough when you need it? Can you continue to be a shoulder for somebody even when you need somebody? Have you ever just needed somebody? And it seemed like nobody was there. You were always the hands, always the feet, always the one that supported and loving. God says, sometimes I need to set you up to witness the very thing that's about to pop off in your life. Right place, right time to receive a miracle from God. Is there anybody in here who needs a miracle? See, let, let me tell you guys something. I can dress it up and make it look nice. Oh, honey, I, 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 I'm a fly sister. I can dress it up and make it look nice. But at the end of the day, I still have issues. I still have things that I struggle with. I still have things that it seems like I'll let it go and I'll go back to it. I have moments where I backslide. I have moments where I want to give up some things, but the enemy is so strong. So there comes a place in my life where I have to go to Jesus and say, I need you. God, I need you. I can't do this without you. We can put our hands on it, but so much church until God has to back up and say, when you're ready to come to me, I'll release you of some things. I'll revive you of, I'll restore, I'll rebuild, I'll fight for you. You know, when, when this brother gave this testimony, this was the most powerful testimony I had ever heard. Because I know what it feels like to struggle with something and just want to be free. So to hear of deliverance, and even while he was giving it, I still was struggling with some things. I said, you know what? If God could do it for him, if he could do it for him, God will do it for me. I don't care what I'm going through. Jesus will fix us, church. And he's just waiting on us to come to him. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, it says, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Mm-hmm. I understand there's a lot of bad going on. Look at the world we live in. Good is bad and bad is good. There's a season. And the, the verse didn't just say there's a season or there's a time. It said there's a season and there's a time for everything. So even when you're going through, even when there are things happening in your life that you don't understand, God says, I have set a timer for that because you're going to walk in a season where I'm going to open up heaven and I'm going to continuously bless you. There's no possible way we can continue to walk through hell and God don't rain heaven on us, church. There's no possible way. He said, tell my people, even while I was putting this sermon together, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me and said, 
tell my people, I said, this is your season. Don't be fooled. Because the enemy will always make it look like it's not what it is. The enemy will always try to put darkness over your life when God is doing something amazing. Do not be fooled. This is your season. And God is about to do something amazing in our life. He said a miracle. God said a miracle. I'm in the right place. You know, I don't dot every I and I don't cross every T. I don't do everything that God asks me to do. But he say, even in all of that, this still is your season. Ooh, it feels so good to know that. This is your season, church. Hallelujah. Do you know when your season is? You know, we can tell when spring is here. We definitely can tell when summer's here. I heard a few men walk in this morning and say, oh, I just love fall. That's because you can feel it. The feeling of it. I can almost tell when it's my season. Because all hell breaks loose in my life. All of it. My family start cutting up. People start separating from me. People who I thought would stay leaves. And that's okay, brother. That's okay. That's a sure sign it's my season. That's a sure sign God is removing some things. It's a sure sign that he's about to pour in some things. Do not. And I'm here to encourage the church on today. Do not be fooled. What you see is not what it is. God is still blessing this church. He's still blessing it. Come on, y'all. Give God some praise. Don't leave me by myself. (laughs) Glory to God. But this is a time where we have to walk out in our season. Because there's so much coming against. If we're not careful, we'll be blindsided. So you have to begin to speak the word unto Satan. I remember Pastor uh, Markella said that one time. You have to walk that word out. You have to begin to speak to that devil. Because the enemy will come in like a flood and he will try to speak. You know, my war is not people. I can deal with people. When the enemy comes at me and if he is to bring people... I can deal with that. That's not my battle. My battle is my mind. He fights my mind. The devil speaks to me just like God speaks to me. The devil will tell you, you are not qualified. The enemy will tell you, you are not worthy. You are not worth it. The enemy will speak sometimes louder than God if you lend your ears to him. But I am here to serve notice on that devil. The devil has to start backing away from the church of God. And you got to walk out on that word, church. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who shall I be afraid? That's the word that I walk on when the enemy starts coming in. You have to start looking at the devil and telling him. When my enemies, wickedness and foes came to devour of my flesh, the Bible says they stumbled. And they fail. 
That's how you have to walk it out in this season, church. Walk it out with faith. I know it looks dark. I know our situations look dead, but I serve a God that can raise some stuff from the dead. Glory to God. He says, tell my people you will reap what you have sown. Galatians 6, 7 says, be not deceived. (laughs) Say it again. For what soever a man soweth shall he reap. Listen, we ain't perfect, but we've been faithful. We ain't perfect, but thank God I've been faithful. Thank God I've held in there when I didn't have to. Anybody married in here? Sometimes you got to come home when you don't want to. Sometimes you got to love when they're unlovable. Sometimes you got to give when they keep on taking. I ain't talking about perfect people. I'm talking about faithful people in the name of Jesus. He said you will reap. Anytime you put, listen, reaping is, I mean, sowing is throwing out seed. Anytime you touch this church, you're throwing out seed. Anytime you serve in this church, you're throwing out seed. Anytime you're lining up with the word of God, you're throwing out seed. Whether you fall short of the glory or not, God is honoring everything we've sown, church. Every seed has been planted. The harvest has come up. He says, this is your season to reap what you've sown. Mm. Our pastor is a walking miracle right now. God is confirming his word here on today. She's a walking miracle. Many people should not have made that. Anything could have gone wrong. But God says, even while you're on a bed of affliction, Mindy, it's still your season. Hmm. And he's still going to do it. Like I said, my battle is my mind. You're not qualified. Sometimes I ask him, why did you call me to preach? I'm a basket case. I'm nervous. I've never been a, you know, I thought people who preach bold and you know, they, that's not me. That is not me. Two months of education. That's it. And the devil says, who do you think you are? You don't have degrees. You don't have education. You're a backslider. You're not doing what the word says. You fall short. Who do you think you are? I'll tell you who I am, devil. I am anointed and appointed and called by God. Many of us sitting in this place is called by God. You have an assignment over your life. He says, the reason why I'm going to perform this miracle is because you will not sit on these padded pews no more. When I stir this word up inside of you, when I stir this miracle up inside of you, you're going to begin to run on the things that I've done in your life. Like the woman at the well and say, come see about a man. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. 
it's time. It's a miracle time, church. We're going to begin to run. This church is going to be, you started it, brother. Thank you. This church is going to begin to run. People are going to be changed. Even if don't ever feel like you're not reaching, honey, because you are reaching. Don't ever feel like your words, honey. You're going to come out that uh, office. You're going to come out of that break room and stop standing in that corner and stand on the word of God because he's going to stare something up. Even in you. It's coming. The shift has already taken place. God has already confirmed some things for us. Glory to God. And he's going to do it. In verse 22 of chapter 5. Verse 22 says. And behold, there cometh out of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And besought him greatly, saying, my little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. 24 says, and Jesus went with him. God is saying you have to walk out your faith in this season. He is with you. What Jarius didn't understand was he was next in line for the miracle. See, he was walking with Jesus and Jesus had a crowd of people with him. But something happened in the process, church. As he was walking with Jesus, the Bible says the woman with the issue of blood came up and she touched Jesus. And Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? The reason why Jesus asked that, because there was a level of faith that touched him. It wasn't that he was just trying to figure something out. Jesus, who is this woman with this kind of faith? That's why that virtue left out of him. And God is saying you have to come to him with that kind of radical faith. I know He can do it. It was not Jesus that did that for her. It it, it wasn't even his coat or cloak that did that. It was her faith that made her whole. And if you can just believe, regardless of what it looks like, God says, I will do it before you even say it. Just believe And out of all of this chaos, Jarius is witnessing this miracle that's about to show up at his house. Many of you have been witnessing things that are about to happen in your life. You don't have to ask God to do it because it is going to happen. This is your season. And as they begin to walk, you... As he was walking with Jesus, we have to remember in the beginning was the word and the word what? What's God? So he was walking the word out by faith. And as he's sitting there, something else began to happen. If you can continue to read in that. A messenger came. And said, don't even bother Jesus. Your daughter's dead. The devil is alive. Even when you leave this church on today, something is going to trip you up and make you think God is not going to do it. 
But Jesus told, what did Jesus tell him? He said, don't be afraid. Just believe. That's the word that God says, carry out this place. Don't be afraid, honey. Just believe. Many of us, our situations look like they're dead. They look like they cannot come back. But God is saying that's not what it is. See, when Jesus got to Jairus' house, the people had already started planning the funeral. The Bible says they were crying and weeping. They already knew that this little girl was dead. Jesus said, get everybody out the house. Back everybody up. And because this little girl is not dead, she's only sleeping. Don't you know there's some things in your life right now that's just sleeping? (laughs) It's only sleeping. It's not dead. It's not done. It's not over. It was never over with God. It's just sleeping. Marriages are not over. Relationships are not over. God took some people out of my life that I know, that I know. It's lined up with my destiny. And all I can say is you can run all you want, but you'll be back. If someone is lined up to be in your life, they will come back. She was only sleeping. And Jesus touched her and said, arise. And just like that. That's how your miracle is going to happen. Just like that. Everybody stand on your feet. You are in the position today for a miracle. Everyone in this place. He says, speak over every person in this building. You are. It is your season. It's your season, honey. It is your season. God is about to open up some things that we thought could not be open. God is about to do some things that we thought could never be done. But all you have to do is carry this word. Don't be afraid, church. Just believe. And it shall happen. I thank God for the word on today. And I just want to leave that with you. And I pray that God has spoken to your spirits. Because God is going to move in this place. Somebody give God some praise.